0: On this episode of the Hanford Insider, we'll get a recap of City Council news and hear from the San Joaquin Valley Air Pollution Control District about the poor air quality this week.
1: This is the Hanford Insider for Monday, September 25th. Welcome to this episode of the Hanford Insider. I'm your host, Rob Bentley. It's been a great week for the show. We've had over a thousand downloads since the show began last month, and that's a great reason to celebrate. I've also had a good response to the survey I sent out to our email club. That feedback is really helping me develop the show to its full potential. In the next few weeks, we have some really great interviews lined up, and I'm excited for you to hear from these great people who have come forward to share with all of us. Once again, thank you. This week's weather should be great with temperatures in the mid-80s. This week at the Main Street Hanford Thursday Night Marketplace, they will be celebrating National Good Neighbor Day. The cover band Eminent Groove will be providing the entertainment. In City Council news, last Tuesday the city was proud to welcome five new Hanford police officers. The council chamber was filled with family, friends, and colleagues. During the meeting, the council was briefed about the closure of the Human Shepherd Homeless Encampment. The property owner was able to complete the necessary paperwork to clear the land completely by Tuesday, September 26th at 8 a.m. This action is being taken by the property owner. The city is not legally allowed to clean up the property. The city has facilitated communication with the social services, behavioral health, and substance abuse counselors to go out and offer assistance to those residents on the property to provide an avenue for them to take advantage of the programs available to them. The city manager also reported that Hanford is the recipient of a $1 million grant from the U.S. Forest Service to plant more trees in the community. We were the only local agency to receive that grant. The city voted to outsource street sweeping services to a private company due to rising costs. Service levels will not be reduced. The city will sell four of their sweepers and keep one for cleaning up the corporation yard, cleaning up the streets after special events, and special emergencies as needed. There's been some concern over the lack of movement on the rezoning of the undeveloped 18 acres of Hidden Valley Park. If you remember, a few years ago, the City Council at that time rezoned the land away from park space designation. The mess that was created by doing that has created an even bigger mess to undo. There will be an update at the City Council meeting in the near future about the progress of returning the land back to the park space designation. I'd like to thank Mayor Travis Payton for giving the Hanford Insider a shout-out during the meeting. It's been a pleasure interviewing city staff members on the show. Checking the community calendar for items that I missed last week, the Hanford Educational Foundation bourbon tasting and dinner is next Saturday, October 7th. Contact the Hanford High School District Office for details. There are a lot of other community activities coming up, and I encourage you to go back to last week's episode to hear a complete listing of events coming up in the next two weeks. I'll be grabbing events off social media as I see them, If you have an event coming up that you need help getting the word out, let's work together. Send your information to HanfordInsider at gmail.com. Well, it seems all you have to do lately is inhale and you know that we're all suffering from extremely poor air quality. We've actually been lucky this summer and we haven't had too many large forest fires in our local mountains, but that hasn't stopped the smoke from flowing in from the fires in northern California and Oregon. Add the dust from farmers harvesting their crops, and we've entered what seems to be the perfect storm. I've invited Heather Hanks from the San Joaquin Valley Air Pollution and Control District on the show to fill us in on what's going on with the air and how we can manage our exposure. Welcome to the show, Heather.
2: Thank you so much. Pleasure to be here.
1: So, Heather, uh, as I said, uh, it's obviously the Valley is experiencing a pretty significant uh, air pollution event. Can you tell us a little bit about what we're seeing in the air and some of the causes?
2: Absolutely. Uh, it's important to understand that in the hot summer months, we always worry about ozone. Um, but it hasn't been uh, probably the last decade that we spend a lot of time in the summer months also talking about particulate matter. Um, and that is what we are all in- experiencing in the, in the last uh, several weeks and days. Um, fine particulate matter specifically is what we're talking about. We call it PM 2.5. Um, You might hear people refer to it as PM10. That's just an indication of how big it is. PM10 is like dust and PM2.5 is microscopic. Dust is fairly small as well, but PM2.5 is so small, uh, it makes it extra scary for your health because your normal body defenses, the nose hair and the ear hair and the saliva, they don't trap it, they don't capture it. So when you're inhaling and you smell smoke, you're breathing in deep into your lungs and then into your bloodstream, those fine particles and of course that's what happens next is your body says there's foreign matter and and you have asthma and heart attack and stroke and and all sorts of health issues but um when wildfires are are in the area it's uh, a haze that you can see and certainly there's air monitoring system that we push and and provide data for the public so you don't get caught off guard. Um, there's a lot of notification systems, a lot of ways to, be, to stay protected <laughs> these days. Um, so that would be my first caution is to find yourself a good app that you like to follow for air quality so you know exactly what we're dealing with when these alerts come out and everybody starts talking about it.
1: Yeah, so I work in education and that's one of the things that the school's very uh rely on. They have a flag program. They put flags out for the teachers and the students to know kind of what the what the air quality condition is and if it modifies their recess and stuff. Um, you mentioned several apps. Uh what what I know there's one particular app that uh, I I can't remember the name of Valley Air. What is yes. the name of that app? Yeah,
2: so that's our app, the Valley Air app. You can download it. It's it's a um green mountain range and blue sky in a little circle. Um, that'll give you specific to the San Joaquin Valley. And uh, it's kind of cool. You can save up to 10 locations so that you can, at a quick glance, check maybe grandma's house and the sports location and, you know, the daycare and your office. But we also have our offer in general, airnow.gov, the EPA puts out a pretty good tool, also pulling from similar, the same sort of monitored um, data system, but that can tell you a little further, that will tell you across the country um, what air quality is, and that is output in AQI. So that's what I think folks are used to seeing the AQI colors, the color of the flag, as you mentioned. Um, We've actually moved on that app, uh, our app and the RAN system, the air monitoring system will actually provide you updates hourly. And so while we loved the flag program, it got too sort of limiting for the Valley because there were windows of time where it might be a red day, but there were opportunities missed for children to have activities. And so we pushed into this hourly system about a decade ago so that we could give you a heads up. A little more real time so you can still participate in activities in the morning potentially and then adjust for the afternoon or follow the hourly air quality during the day. So you, as you said, adjust recess potentially or even if necessary, cancel activities.
1: So in the air right now, um, I know that there's fires from uh, uh, northern California and Oregon. Uh, What is it that we're seeing? Is it mostly smoke or dust?
2: It's smoke, so you're definitely seeing those fine particles, PM two point five, the microscopic stuff that comes from combustion. Uh, so wildfires for sure, but there's even a little bit of offput from our cars, right? Our combustion engines, um, and so there's uh, mo- what we're dealing with in in the recent days is definitely fine particulate matter, PM two point five. Um, and our app will show you both the concentration for that and ozone and not to confuse folks, but we generally spend the hot months talking about ozone because it bakes in the summer sunlight. It is the combination of processes in the valley and cars and trucks and NOx and VOCs and those bake in the hot summer sun and become high ozone. I caution because while we have wildfire influences, it can also make ozone creep up. So in general, uh, our caution is to get used to checking air quality and understanding how it impacts you. Uh, And certainly, if you've got anyone that you know that has a respiratory condition, um, they probably told you before the app did (laughs) that the smoke was coming in because they're so very susceptible. Uh, And then, of course, children. Children breathe more air pound for pound than adults, and, and they're taking in more of that pollution, right? And so we adjust their activities and general activities for the public outside. Um, Hopefully not as vigorous uh, as air quality deteriorates. As an agency, um, we we are here to help protect public health, but we are truly, uh, you know, as an agency charged with trying to meet the federal standards. So really, just to pull it back a little bit so everyone understands, the federal government decides what pollution level is acceptable for public health and they project those out across the nation and all of the agencies and municipalities are on target or are supposed to be on target to meet those. That's where we come in. The Valley hasn't met um, the big ones, PM 2.5 and Ozone. Because of the challenges we face, we often have a lid over our valley, right? We talk about that, and and I don't think maybe the general public understands we're not dirtier than other places in the nation. We just don't have anywhere to disperse um, the particles and pollution that is created through the processes that occur when we live here. (laughs) Um, So all that to be said. We would like to give you education. We have a, a healthier living schools program. We'd love to come to the schools. We'd like to put up signs that educate you why you shouldn't idle or maybe give you money to try an electric vehicle so that you aren't producing um, uh, NOx when you're idling your vehicle. We'd like to, um, you know, we actually work closely with farmers and we have dust control plans. We recognize that dust influences neighborhoods. And so we do lots of work like that, but um, we could even give you a, a few dollars, $250 toward electric lawnmower. You'd be amazed at how long those gas, smoky lawnmowers live and how much pollution they produce in an hour. Um, We have lots of funding um, to help the general public make decisions that reduce the pollution they put into the environment.
1: Yeah, I've seen so many people take advantage of those programs, the electric mowers and blowers, and uh, especially at the um... At the schools, I've seen the electric carts replace some of the gator vehicles yes. that they've had. And, Great and that's point. A-
2: we, we do that. Yes. To your point, we help schools replace those electric gators. We help schools replace their um, their lawn equipment, the the mowers and the, the zero emission landscaping equipment. We're trading those out for schools and municipalities uh, and, of course, residents in the valley. So there's lots of programs in place, but the key being education. I think um, sometimes there was a time I had a, a friend, oh, I saw you on the news telling me not to idle, and I felt so guilty sitting in front of my child's school idling. And I was like, well, I'm not trying to make you feel guilty. I'm trying to help you understand. Thank you for turning your car off. Now you get it. This plume of smoke that is being created by the 50 cars that idle out in front of the school is exactly what the children are walking out into and breathing. So,
1: Looking at the weather, I know I'm not talking with the weather weather person, but with the current situation, is there an outlook for when this might clear out and when we might be a little breathing a little easier?
2: So, and that actually is a really good point to bring up because that's the caution we always live with. The Northern California fires and Oregon fires have been burning over four or five weeks, multiple, but this is our second air alert from this incident. Um, And to say that it's been burning that whole time, but we haven't been socked in the whole time is amazing. But in the same vein, I do think um, a system is coming that's supposed to help sort of push through what already just moved across the valley and settled into uh, our lungs, unfortunately. Um, We expect a break in the next couple days, but I very much caution that it could easily return. Um, And so download the Valley Air app, get the Air Now app, notice if your child's school is a healthier living school, and, and just find ways to engage. There are definitely ways we can help you and assist you in either understanding it, not exposing yourself to poor air quality, and getting funding that makes decisions in your household and environment to produce less pollution.
1: Well, this is such good information, Heather. I'd like to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us on the show. And uh, what's the website they can go to to get all this information?
2: www.valleyair.org, valleyair.org.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you. And now it's time for Hanford Insider Sports with Eric Bentley.
0: start with the only team that was in action this week as Sierra Pacific continues their historic start to the season with a 49 to nothing shutout over Kern Valley. The Golden Bears are 5-0 and for the first time in school history. Head coach Ryan DeSantos said hibernation is over for the Golden Bears and they've certainly played like that so far this season. Sierra Pacific will look to keep the historic streak alive when they head on the road to take on a struggling Selma team. Hanford West will hope that the bye week gave them a much needed break as they look for their first win of the season, though they'll have a tough matchup this week as they will play host to an undefeated Exeter team. Hanford High also had a week to rest up as they will look to improve their 4-1 and record in a West Yosemite League showdown with a 3-1 Dinuba squad. As always, if you're a fan or a coach that wants your team featured, send us an email, hanfordinsider at gmail.com. I'm Eric Bentley, and this has been your Hanford Insider Sports Report.
1: Well, friends, we've come to the end of another episode of the Hanford Insider. If you'd like to join the email list, send a subscribe request to Insider at gmail.com. Help me get the word out about the show by liking and sharing on social media or telling a friend. For more information about the show, you can find this podcast on Facebook, Instagram, threads, and YouTube at Hanford Insider. If you have a show idea, be sure to email me at hanfordinsider at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in. Have a
0: great week.